You are now listening to Between Us Girls, the podcast, where we discuss life's fuckeries and then some over wine. Hey, welcome to our show. This is Michelle, Danielle, and Kiara, and this is Between, Between Us, Us Girls. Girls. <laughs> and tonight we are sipping on. What are we sipping on, Danielle? We are sipping on a 2014 Pinot Noir mm-hmm. from Dundee Hills. The alcohol content is 13.5 percent. Not too shabby. Not no, too shabby. It's good. Good stuff. Much better than that five percent that Marcus brought through. <laughs> So we will be rating the wine based on appearance, aroma, body, finish, and taste. Right. At um, the end of the shoot. Each category goes from one to five. So the top score of 25 for the wine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to rate them for each category? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, we just kind of group it together. Yeah. Okay. Just say like, usually we're like, oh, I gave it a 20 or Yeah. Whatever. Just based on, you know, all of those things. Okay. Yeah. So, Danielle, what is your positive positivity for this week? So this week, um, the PSA was clear your circle. You already face internal struggles. No need for external ones. So basically what that means is like you already have different things that you're facing by yourself in your own head. And so you don't need other people to add on to it. You don't need the negative Nancy's. You don't need your these frenemies like... I, I think at some point we're gonna need to have a whole conversation about frenemies because I don't mm-hmm. I don't really understand the purpose or the point of that. But I guess if you feel like some people can be useful, but I don't think you need that energy. But basically, um, you just need to clean your circle around and just and surround yourself with positive people, people that actually want the best for you. Right. You know, um, people that are happy to see you happy. Yeah. Like you need that encouragement from other people, whether you realize it or not, like, cause you can't do anything in this life on your own. That's true. You, you make it nowhere by yourself, nowhere. Right. And if the people around you are negative or, or sabotaging you, even if subconsciously, you yeah. know, like when people are unhappy, what do they do? They're like, I want everybody to feel like I feel. Right. So when you feel so good or like we're doing really well or we're so positive, somebody's like, well, remember that but time yeah. that y'all was a shit? Mm-hmm. You know what exactly. I mean? Like bringing up stuff. Why that, you bringing up old shit? Right. Or, <laughs> or just, you know. Let me live. Shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to I'm trying to make my life better than it was yesterday. Right. And, and that's what you need to be doing, too. Right. You don't need to be worried about what I'm doing. Really, you don't need to be worried about what I'm doing unless to say, hey, man, I'm proud of you. Right. Because it doesn't affect you. Right. You know? Yeah. So just clean your circle out. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's you should do that as often as possible. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because who is good for you today may not be good for you tomorrow. That's Amen. so true. So just because a friend today is a friend that you need in your corner, next year, next week, that, that shit could change real quick. Quick. So Most if somebody definitely. starts to say, because I think a lot of people, the reason they have a lot of time, uh, a hard time clearing their circle 
is because those people have been there for them. And yeah. Them. So it's hard to cut it's them hard off. It's hard to cut them off because you're remembering when they were loyal. Right? Yeah. And they helped you out of that certain spot. Yeah. So. But they might not be good for you exactly. in this season. Right. This, exactly. We were talking about that earlier about people having seasons. You have to be able to recognize when somebody's season is up and then have the courage to get rid of them yeah. when that season is. Because it takes courage to get rid of people. Mm-hmm. You can't be a coward. Yeah. Right. That's true. Right. Yeah. Because like, you might end up alone and, you know. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, your lo- your loyalty does not extend forever with people that don't have the best in- of intentions for you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We smart. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> okay, so we are going to, you want me to do the questions or you want to yeah. just trade off? Yeah. You start. You can start. Um. Well, wait a minute. I'll oh, get I'll start. The what you call it. So what is your zodiac sign so we can properly stereotype you? <laughs> I know, right? Sagittarius. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she just said that so well, so are you um afraid of commitment uh no i've been married for 21 years 21 are years you so i guess it just depends i'm not afraid of commitment but i do appreciate my freedom yeah yeah so, i know that a lot of sagittarius like they need to have their freedom i need it yeah i need it so my husband gives me i won't say he gives me a long leash because he won't say that he gives me. He won't give me. No, no. But he understands me and he allows, he, I won't even say he allows me to be right. me. He's cool with me yes, being me. Yes, he's cool with me being me. He loves me as I am. I'll That's say so that. important. Yeah. So yeah. what is his sign? Gemini. Okay. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. But you guys compliment each other, right? We do because he also loves his freedom. Yeah, oh that's good. You know? And you know, I think that's the most important thing. And this has nothing to do with what we're talking about tonight, <laughs> as usual. But I think it's so important to find a partner who lets you be you yeah. and compliments you just as you are. You know what I mean? Like, is very no important. adjustments because at your core, that's who you are. You know, when people go into a relationship already being like, hmm, I'm yeah. going to fix this, it's yeah. not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into your new projects, yes, how'd you get into the business? Well, I started in the business um, when I went to college at U of H, mm-hmm. and um, I had a manager back then, and we were—I was in a group called Coffee. Oh, okay, that's cute. And um, then I met my husband. Like black coffee. Like no, well, we no sugar, no cream. We were trying to be. We were trying to be. It was like K A F F I was on. It was crazy, but we liked it because you know, yeah. like Carl. Kamai. And y'all were young. We and were, y'all were young. Like, you know. we, didn't, we didn't really know. So. Um, I met my husband and then he was going to produce some music for us mm-hmm. and we ended up getting married three months later. So so it was like a whirlwind? It was like a whirlwind. Like we fell in love quickly. And wow. then y'all just got married and we he got was like, married and we going to be us. Yeah, so he kept producing mm-hmm. for people, but I became mom, wife, yeah. all these other things. Then I started doing vocal coaching back in 2008 because I really just wanted to be close to the music. Mm-hmm. And then in 2015, I'm like, shit, I'm going to do my album. Right. I'm tired of my life is going in a direction that I don't want it to go. I want to I want to get back to who I was. Mm-hmm. So I recorded Rumor About Love in 2015. And this is my next one. I'm on to the next now. Okay. So is this all you ever wanted to do, music? Yeah. You've always my been. Yeah, it's always to be a recording artist like Whitney Houston and travel the world that was it <laughs> like I didn't even want a marriage and kids so it was a shock to me but did yeah. you want that wig I did <laughs> I 
wanted the wig back. I wanted the leather. I, I wanted everything that was gonna be me. And then, did you want the drug problem? No, the drug problem. I didn't know about the drug problem back then. I know at the yeah. time we were, we were like, we didn't know about that kind of stuff. But you don't get that skinny for nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't be you that don't skinny sweat for like no reason. That, huh? Yeah, <laughs> not for nothing. Even with that wig. You know, Whitney was the mo- was. I was about to say most terrible. I was like, that don't go together, right? But <laughs> I'm like, that's not right English. Right English. See, just stop. So I hate you. You know why you can't say it? Because you finna hate. You finna dry hate. And that's why it ain't working for you. She was the worst dancer ever in yeah. life. Like, yeah. she was so stiff. She was into it. She, she, was, she was into it. And you like, she, it's like, I was like, too. why are you hurting yourself? Like, who are you fighting on the inside? Right. <laughs> No, no dancing ass. Just up there, oh like my God. I remember shocking what love can do. That HBO special. Time. I probably watched that HBO special from back in the day, like probably 10, 20 times. Just so you could laugh at her. Which yeah. one? Yeah. She where where she was on tour. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but um, I just remember it was like a whole big old deal HBO special, and she was on that stage, and she was just you know, I she that. was just like she was so stiff, yeah. and she was it was like who are you fighting though? Like <laughs> is something on the inside wrong with you? Do you got Tourette's mm-hmm. or what? Some like people your body just don't got have Tourette's? rhythm, like, but they love music. They, you were on BET um, Sunday's Best. What was that like? Is that gospel? It was a gospel show. Did you use your cuss words? No. <laughs> you, know, you know what? That was a really good experience for me because it showed me how um, produced those shows are. Mm-hmm. Because at first I was thinking that, you know, we think people are, we think that it's going the way that we're, it's being produced to us, the way that we see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, it isn't. It's, it's very staged. It's very produced. You yeah. Know? And then the being a gospel show, you just expect a certain code. Yeah. But it was just like it was they could have been singing any kind of music to treat really? and yeah, it was just it was um So how do you feel about singing gospel music though? I love gospel music. And that's the thing too. I, I hate that there is such a divide to where you can only be one thing. So like the Snoop Dogs of the world and the people that just do what they spirit lead them to do. Yeah. I can get with that. Yeah. Because sometimes you wanna praise the Lord, sometimes you wanna You know what? I really else. have an appreciation for Snoop. Oh, I love Just yeah. because you know, one, you would have never thought that the, from the first song that he came out with, mm-hmm. the first like that he would have such longevity mm-hmm. in this business. Yeah, you know, yes. and, and he he's very diverse. Like that's one thing that he's very good at is um, diversifying himself. Like he does not. Mm-hmm. Um, just stay within a box that people think that he should be in. Like he, I agree. like he feels like, okay, you know what? I want to, I want to do a stage play. Who would have thought that he would be in a stage play? And who would have thought that Tamar would have quit? Right. Over him. <laughs> you know, she like, quit. Girl. She did. Yes. But then she tried to come back. Right. I think, I think you know I, said, I saw but, she tried to come back, but that's my but, problem. Cause I feel like she's, so, she's the type of person who feels entitled to things. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Snoop is like, giving things. look, man, I'm yeah. Snoop Dogg. Okay. Yeah. Right. ain't even finna pop off like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, and with all of that, he has a very high um, work ethic. He mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I really Did you appreciate see the, um, uh, the speech that he gave when he got his star. No, I didn't see it. He said, um, he want to thank, he said, I want to thank me. Okay. Really? For working hard. <laughs> and it was so dope because people don't realize that, yes, God helps us do things. Yes, our family supports us. 
well, you got to go out there and do yeah, it. you have you have to be you the drive. Know, you have to be the drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to give thanks to yourself. Yeah, you know, and congratulate yourself for doing a, a job well done. Right. Right. You know, you know what it took you to get exactly. there. Exactly. I mean, without you, you wouldn't be exactly. doing half the shit that you exactly. were doing. You I mean, could do anything you know I mean? without you. Right. So, so. so like, um, I guess from from when you were at U of H up until now, like mm-hmm. what what has been the greatest lesson that you've learned in all of this? Oh, I have it tatted on my back. What? To thine own self be true. Oh, okay. mm. That is my life lesson that I've learned because we can do so much for everybody else. But this is your life. Yeah. So if you get to the end of it and you haven't done shit for yourself, yeah. you'll be unfulfilled. You'll be incomplete. You'll be regretful. You'll mm-hmm. be um, bitter. Yeah. And at this age, I won't say that I'm bitter, but I've become very selfish mm-hmm. because I've, I know that I've neglected my own life to mm-hmm. be mother, mother to be the everything to everybody else mm-hmm. and to be what society expects, right. to be present, to be happy to be all of these things and so you end up i mean you have a lot of stuff that involves other people but you have nothing for self and i'm not willing to do that anymore i think that's just something um i won't say it's like solely for women but i would say majority yeah yeah, women yeah because it's like you know we have to be so much and everything Mm -hmm. and then put ourselves on the back you know what i'm gonna go even further i think that's black women yeah, I don't even. I don't. I don't even think it's just black. Why women be looking so haggard at the store? Because they don't take on the responsibility <laughs> a lot that we do. And I'm not saying that they're not like us, but we have the burden of a lot of things. So we're burdened by not just what's going on in our home, but mm-hmm. society, and a, a lot of restrictions are placed on us. Mm-hmm. Like we, like for instance, we have a whole phase. You a whole. Other women have a whole phase. That was just the white women don't get time. called whole phase. You know, yeah, they just go exactly. to college. They were they were college, yeah. This was yeah. A, you know a wild time. I'm know. over that. I'm I'm okay yeah. now. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. But it's become the stigma for us yeah. that we have to hold on to for yeah. the rest of our life. And our society, our community is hard on us. Well, I think so. that in reference to the whole phase, I mean, I think that it's because black men in general, like they don't they don't forget. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it's like, oh wait, she may have fucked my homeboy, or you know she what I'm may saying? have fucked somebody who could fuck better than me. Right, exactly, like, you know, that's it's what like it boils down to. So, like, I don't have the best dick she ever had, and even if right. she tells me that I do, she lying. I don't she believe lied. it, yeah, because I don't believe my dick is the best. It's just really what it is, <laughs> and that so, is that's so what it is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's it's a whole self reflection or whatever. Yeah, right. it is. Yeah, but yeah, I think that but black men a, don't and forget. And that's not on yeah. us though. That's on them. It and is. That's why when I when I say what I did or what I do or how I like to fuck or whatever, I'm sorry it affects you. Yeah, because it's about me. Yeah. You know, it's my body. If I want to slut walk or whatever. Okay, let's not you. go that far. <laughs> I, I just wanted to say that. And I just I wanted say to that, put that out there. I wanted, I wanted to be, you no, know, like me, I, I really, really love men. And I understand, especially black men, yeah. I understand their plight and I understand why they are the way that they are. Fuck but them niggas. I love them niggas, though. <laughs> I mean, I love my husband. Wait a minute. But I love, I love black men and I get it. I, I understand where they're coming from, but where sometimes the pressure that's put on us because of the pressure that's put on them is unbearable. So we have to find a way to meet somewhere in the middle so that we not stress the hell out and feeling, you know, like we holding the world on our shoulders. Right, Right, because at the end of the day, we're still trying to, I mean, it sounds bad, but serve them. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like... We don't sound bad at all. We are really trying... (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind serving a man 
who deserves right. to be served. But if he's serving me as well, you know, we're reciprocating exactly. and doing those things. So as, like, you know, I don't like getting, that. Exa- no, it has to be re- reciprocal or it don't make sense at right. all to do. So my question to you is, what are some of the things that you do to like exhibit self-care outside of just following your dream? Oh, well, I've gotten to the place too where I, I do things alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And Date you. I date me. I'm, I want to get to know who I am. I fucking I hate that damn term, though. Why? Date me. What the fuck is date me? I'm a good-ass date. I eat at good restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. I don't tell me what to pick I No, you just fucking go somewhere by yourself. Like, what? why, but why it's the you, time that you enjoy this terminology, date? Because if you went with somebody else, hypothetically, it would be a date. So why not say, I'm, I'm looking after me? I'm learning to love I'm me. Just going I'm going to know I'm me. I'm going to enjoy this place. Like, why does it have to be a date with yourself? I don't know. I just think that. Let okay, me find out you, you know are commitment phobic <laughs> with yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm commitment phobic. I can't even date myself. <laughs> okay, Danielle. <laughs> okay, anyway, continue. I get it. Um, so I do things alone. And also, too, I've stopped involving myself in conversations and situations that I don't want to be involved in. Mm-hmm. Like, That's I used good. to feel like I had to to barge in and charge in and fix things all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't do mm-hmm. that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like with my kids, be like, figure it out. Or if it's, a, even one of my girlfriends, if I don't want to be in a conversation, I'm gonna let her know. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of that. Right. You know, so I'm just, I'm learning to- Shut that shit down real Shut quick. it down and manage my stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and only involve myself in things that make me happy or that provide me with a certain level of peace. I don't, right now, it's, I love love. I call myself the love connoisseur. I love mm-hmm, it. I love cute. love, but I love peace more. Yeah. I, I think, I don't, to me, nothing trumps a peace of mind. No, nothing. Right. Thing. Like, right. And those if your mind is cluttered and you get you. love, it doesn't, you can't even accept the love right. if your mind is cluttered. Right. So. Exactly. Like, if it just, if it disturbs your peace, it's like, you know what? I don't need to be involved in this. That's how I am. And yeah. I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. You know, and it's like those conversations, even though you may be thinking you're helping your friend, well, you are helping them, but you're draining yourself because you you're you're giving them the There's positive energy. There's always an exchange. You know? Mm-hmm. And what you give give to people means you're taking it from somewhere. Yeah. You're taking it from you. And they likely that's not the person that's going to give it back to you. Nope. You know what I mean? Mm. So you can be like, man, I'm having a bad day. They're like, girl, me too. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what happened. And you're like, Okay. So now you compound it with your shit and they Yeah, it's like a it's like a competition. Yeah. Almost like. <laughs> yeah. Who had the most fucked up day? Me. You know. All right. So your new album. Yes. Breaking character. Yes. What is the inspiration behind it? This one is direct. Well, my first album was about my life, too. It was about the beginnings of love and how people want to always tell you what you should and shouldn't do in love. And then it's experiencing that new love for Mm -hmm. the first time. Like when you finally get that real relationship, Mm -hmm. that's what it was about. Mm -hmm. All this dating and I finally got this real Mm -hmm. adult relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. So now breaking character is about now that I've been in this relationship for 21 years, Mm -hmm. what, what does love look like to me? Mm -hmm. Right. What occurs in a, in a marriage? You're right. What are the deal breakers? What are the good? What's the good? What's the bad? And that's what breaking character is about because people tend to think that people that have been married for as long as I have is some sort of magic situation. Right. Or I didn't have to endure some bullshit to get to this. Right. Right. So I talk about that. The mistakes, more so the mistakes that I've made mm-hmm. you know, over the last 20 years than just his. 
because me feeling drained and used or me feeling like I'm not getting what I want out of my life is my fault. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't have to speak up and endure say, that. Yeah. You know? Right, right. So instead of trying to make him feel like I was happy, I should have said something. Yeah. yeah. I should have spoken up. I should have been honest with myself first and mm-hmm. then honest with him. Yeah, well, but- and I'm sure you were, I'm sorry, Danielle. No, I'm sure, and this is how I feel. Just And I don't have a husband, but I have kids, but I feel guilty sometimes to say, fuck, I need a break. You, you know do, what I mean? Yeah. And instead of saying... But then I that's the self-care is to take yeah. that break. So when you say what is self-care is to allot yourself the same love that you give to other people. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if your if your child said, Mom, I need a break, you'd give it to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you facilitate it. Well, so, go in your room for a minute. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Shit, you try to go in your room and be like, hello, I need... <laughs> yeah. So we have to be our... We have to become our, our friend. Mm-hmm. So then when yeah. you say dating yourself... That's what it is. It's being a, your best friend. No. I'm yeah. <laughs> Still not rocking with I got you. There are people who, women especially, who don't even know themselves. I didn't know myself. Yeah. They're like, well, what do I like? Because we change so much. Right. What do I like? What do I, you know, Mm -hmm. what's my favorite food? What's my this? What's my that? I don't know. What do I enjoy doing? Right. Outside of nurturing Mm -hmm. other people. Exactly. And that's because they don't spend enough time alone learning about them. And being alone is not necessarily being, that's one thing I had to learn too. Because I'm alone doesn't mean I'm lonely. Yeah. Right. right. You know, I have a lot of people around me t- at times and I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. And I've been in a room by myself and I'm not. Mm-hmm. Right. So it just means I'm not getting the fulfillment out of those connections that mm-hmm. I need. Mm-hmm. But when I'm alone, I'm going to give myself what I need. Yeah. I think that um, a lot of times people put the expectation on others to make them happy. Oh, yeah. And you know, don't realize that that needs to come from within, yeah. you know, I mean, you can't, that's a lot of pressure to put on another person one. Yeah. And then also when you're, when you have that expectation and that person does something that's out of alignment with you being happy, mm-hmm. like your whole world sort of comes crashing mm-hmm. down, yeah. you know? And I think that a, a lot of people, when they get into relationships, mm-hmm. they think, you know, oh, well, I'm in a relationship now. I should just be happy because, you know, I ha- I'm in a relationship right. and I it's have impossible. and I have somebody. And then it's like, well, why am I feeling like this? Yeah. You know? Because. Right. That's not his purpose. <laughs> right. That's not his, yeah, his purpose is not to make you happy. I mean, it's sort of like just to a value add. add. Yeah, you know, that's Value added, a value yeah. added service. Yes, <laughs> it's a value add. I have a friend that says that he can't make his his girl happy, but his job is to facilitate or create an environment in which she can be happy. Well, uh, yeah, that, good. yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. But you have some people who will have that environment and will still be miserable. Miserable, but yeah. because that's just who they are. Yeah, because right. they're not happy yeah. with who they are as a person. Exactly. Right. right. You know. But you know what? That really comes from, and this is just me being. Mis- throwing this out there I think that just comes from Mm self-actualization if you're okay with you all the bullshit every flaw you have how you look how you sing Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) shit like that I got you 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 felt that you felt that okay (laughs) if you're good with you like you're gonna find happiness because Mm -hmm. you're okay you like you yeah yeah. And you with you every day. If That's you dislike true. you you're gonna be disgruntled. It took me a while to like me. Yeah, me too. Really? Yeah. Me too. Did. It took I, me I until maybe my thirties to say, you yeah. know what? I'm all right. Right. And, and I, I think it, it changed too. Wait, okay, so but did you did you you decided that you liked you more or you had to re like you? At forty okay, so I say forty for me was about finding the truth. 
Mm. Like, is this really who I am or is this who I was raised to be? Yeah. Am mm. I living here because I wanted this or because my mama told me that I wanted mm. this? Yeah. So I've had to find out what was mine. Right. Yeah. You know, and I found out that a lot of things weren't mine. They were just programmed. Given you know? to you. Given to me by other people. You know, and it's so, so funny. It's like when I wasn't achieving certain things, you'd have that, that voice in your head. And that voice didn't even sound like me. Yeah. You know, it's so like, like somebody else telling you, you're very good. Like right? that. You know, I'm yeah. talk like that. Yeah. So it's like clearing my head to find out what's me and what isn't. What do I want in my life and what don't I want? Why do I even live? Like, I live in Humble. Love Humble. I grew up in Humble. Why am I still there? Right. Yeah. It's because that's where my mom wants me to live. Mm-hmm. So just all of these things that I've done and these paths that I've taken to please people. Mm. So now it's like, who am I in all mm-hmm. of this? And what what did I create because I wanted it? Right. So, and that's what 40, I've, one year, next, when I released my album, Breaking Character, coming out December 7th. <laughs> <laughs> so, when my, on December 7th, and it'll be one year of me being 40, and I have learned more in this one year than I've learned. Really? Yes, in the last 10, 15 years. I mean, I mean I've heard that your 40s is when you just like are fuck it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm gonna be me. Yeah. yeah. This is like you're you're settling into you, you at four. And there's an right. urgency about it. Yeah. Really an it's urgency. It's an urgency about it because you can't even tolerate the bullshit anymore. Ooh, mm. Like the bullshit that you would have let slide. Now you're like, wait a minute. You know, my husband <laughs> says now like you're so mean. I'm like, I'm not mean. This is me yeah. standing up for myself. Yeah. It's boundaries, baby. Boundaries. Exactly. Oh yeah. well, sorry you don't like so, it. <laughs> so he's having to adjust yeah. to the new normal. Uh-huh. Because he's used to me just going along with the flow. Even my kids, you know. Oh, they get real shook when yeah. you're like, I said I'm not doing that no more. They'll be like, who is this bitch? An alien that came and took Where's over my, my mama? mama? Or they'll say stuff like, we used to we used to have such a good relationship. I mean, and we don't have a bad one now. If you stop trying right. to take advantage exactly. of me and step on my boundaries. In, so so you think that you, you sort of like own your no at I'm 40? I my no. Okay, so so you feel like at forty you just you're you settle into you and you own your no and you just don't have any like qualms about it. Mm-hmm. I do still have qualms about it because I'm still adjusting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't. I can't say that I'm completely and fully into my adjustment, but I'm. I'm I can understand now what I want and what I don't want, mm-hmm. and I'm not as willing to compromise now mm-hmm. as much as I was before. Mm-hmm. I think as I get further along in this journey, my nose are going to be really knows right just unapologetic unapologetically just, you know what i just don't know if i ever really had an issue with saying no i don't think you did everybody doesn't but see i'm a yeah, people pleaser you're people pleaser i'm a people pleaser oh I've, i've never been a people because pleaser. i feel like no you haven't i want people to be happy with me so I, i'll go along with the flow and now not so much I, I, you know work. i just i don't think i've ever really fully cared what other people think okay so here's my thing I care about the people that I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody outside of that, I could give a damn. That's the truth. Yeah. But I have strong 20, 30 people <laughs> that I really give a damn. Damn, that's a lot. Those people. The, yeah, this this family. And I would say about a strong Girl, I'm 20. lucky if I have a good 10. Well, yeah. I mean, if I... Maybe 13. But <laughs> for those people, I care deeply how they feel. Mm-hmm. Everybody outside of the people that I love or that I cherish... Mm-hmm. I don't care, but it's like even with those, as much as you give, people will take. Yeah. Even people that really love you. So. Mm-hmm. I think I've just always been sort of selfish and self-centered. So. Uh-huh. But that's a good thing. Accuracy. Uh, <laughs> my daughter is that way, and I, I won't. I won't 
I've Scorpio? never tried to. No, she's an Aquarius. Oh my god, my daughter's an Aquarius, and she's also selfish. Yes, very. <laughs> but she, she, people don't take advantage of her. She doesn't even allow it. Like mm-hmm. her no since one has been no. Right. Mm-hmm. And as I used to try to whoop that out of her, then I tried to discipline it out of her and talk it out of her. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm gonna just let her be, be who right. she is so she don't struggle with this. Yeah. Exactly. Like right now Michaela has her shoes on the wrong feet. I said, Your shoes are on the wrong feet. She said, I told you I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's... I said, Oh, okay. I mean I'm not gonna press about yeah. it if you don't care. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think that that's kind of what um I mean we've had this discussion before. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually what unconditional love is is just complete um, acceptance right. of another it person is. for who they are and just how they are and how they behave. Yeah. And, you know, you don't have to like things that they do, mm-hmm. but you just have to accept. But it. you accept that that's you. it's not you about know? you right. or whatever. And a lot of people, most people, don't love like that. No, they don't. Not no, I think it's very hard to saying. love like that. It is because like, we're not trained to love like that. Well, because we want to control you, and you yeah. want things to be comfortable for yourself. Yeah. So you're like, no, I don't like that. I'm going to make, I want you to fix it so that I feel good. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's just impossible to love somebody unconditionally and say, well, I don't like the way you fart in the bed. (laughs) It bothers me. Or when you um, drive fast or however you are, like little simple shit that you're trying to change about people. That's just selfish. That's selfish to me. You know what I mean? Because y'all know I'm ridiculous. (laughs) And and it's going to take a really special type of person to say, I appreciate you and I accept you how you are because I can't change it. And you shouldn't have to. Yeah. You shouldn't have to change who you are to be loved. A lot of people though, like probably every relationship I've had, somebody has been like, oh my gosh, you're so great. Like I made a post today that said, it's so weird that men want the, this beautiful, sexy woman who's free and says the things that other people won't say. No, no, they don't but want anybody to be free. Them, mm-hmm. And they then they want control. you to stop it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, why do you even come over here, man? Same. <laughs> it's like, I was saying, it's it's weird that people are attracted to free spirits just to capture them. Yeah. Yes. It's like, what are you doing? So it's like. Yeah, it's to like, control it. Yeah, it they is. want to control it because they don't want to lose it. So it's the, the fear of losing it that makes them want yeah. to put on all of these controls and yeah. handles but that pushes a free spirit away yes, because it does. you can only be a free spirit by being free yeah exactly and even if you stay for a while your resentment is like a, is. a extreme high you're like i'm gonna kill him while he's asleep because <laughs> i need to get away from him you know what i mean and, and i've been in a lot of controlling relationships and I'm like, how did this happen again? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because because sometimes is... control looks like love. Yeah, it does. It looks like extreme love, and we really want to be loved deeply. So mm-hmm. then you you confuse that for love, and it's not. It's control. Right. Because love is free. Yeah. I guess that's how I've learned to know the difference between love and control. <laughs> this is really great. Do you want to play uh, one of your songs for us, or Danielle? You have any yeah, more questions? Well, I wanted to know. Well, actually, I actually kind of want you to sing it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Can you sing? So, um, so I saw one of your Instagram posts with the lyrics to um, "Make Me," and it said, "Love to see your face when I roll over, boy, you keep me lit. I can't stay sober. Yes. Hard to maintain. Can't keep my composure." pick either set of lips and wake me with a kiss and yes. i was like that's pretty it's pretty sexy yes. right there 
And Wake Me is about the renewal of love. So it's like the last song on my album. After all the war, after all the fighting, now we go to sleep and we start again because every day is a new day. It's your all to night. To start over. Mm -hmm. That's your all it night. It is. That is my all night. Uh, <laughs> I'm hiving, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, oh my God, instantly. I yes. I was like, yes. That's, that's yes, my all night. Can so you, you want me to sing? I yeah. do. I do. I want you to sing it. Okay. Love to see your face when I roll over. Boy, you keep me lit. I can't stay sober. Hard to maintain. Can't keep my composure. No, I can't. Pick either set of lips and wake me with a kiss. Oh. She said, pick either side of this. <laughs> Make your choice. No, you know which one. Yeah. <laughs> you know which one. Don't play. <laughs> wow. That was great. That like was. Thank you. Can we go together? <laughs> I know, right? I feel like I should throw I my panties. <laughs> like, I'm like, First of all, I need to put some on. But, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I'm going to throw for waking up the computer. Because <laughs> otherwise, I would have another panic attack. <laughs> okay, so you want to play the game now? Yeah, let's, let me find it. So we're going to play a Mad Lib. Okay. Do, do, it's going to be Liddy. All right. I feel so. like we should be friends now that we're, we know we're both in the Hive. Hive members. Oh, I, I told my uh, my friend the other day, I said, I need some new energy in my life. Oh, yes. all <laughs> Shit, you got 30 people? I know, right? <laughs> what like, is three more? In rotation. <laughs> in rotation. Not all at the same time. Not all at the same time. Okay. I'm going to be at lunch with Kira. Like, <laughs> so, Mad Lib is we're going to tell a story. You're going to okay. fill in the blanks. Okay. So, the first one is I need two filling words. Okay. Feeling words. Yes. Like something that you feel. Love. Okay. Um, fear. Fear. <laughs> a season or a time. Fall. My favorite season. A thing. Thing. Oh, goodness. Chocolate. <laughs> okay, I need two more things. Two more things. Wine. Wine. Um, oh, what else? Money. Money. Mm. Two more filling words. <laughs> um, hope. Um, pride. Something you do. Sing. A place you go. The movies. Hmm. Something silly. Uh, cartoons. I feel like this is going to be so ridiculous. <laughs> it is. Um, a friend's name. Um, Michelle. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, Felicia. Okay. I can fight. <laughs> okay. Um, a sense. A sense? Mm -hmm. um, taste. Taste. 
you know what? You are filthy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's to the thing of have a jo- holly jolly Christmas. Oh. Have a love fear Christmas. It's the best time of the fall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there will be chocolate, but have a wine and money. Okay. <laughs> have a hope and pride. This is like retarded. <laughs> <laughs> and when you sing down the movies, say the cartoons to friends you. What? To friends like Felicia <laughs> that you taste. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, girl. So, what's going on with you and Felicia? <laughs> that's my best friend. Girl, let us find out. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. Okay. <laughs> okay, so is there anything else you want us to know about you or you want our listeners or watchers to know about you? Yeah, it's um, that's what I'll always say. It's never too late to go after your dreams. It's never too late to take a detour and go in a different direction if you feel like your life is not going in the right direction. As long as you have life, Mm. you have the ability to change your life. I was going to say ability. I'm clairvoyant. (laughs) (laughs) We need to be friends so you can read me my book. Oh, I will. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, be on the lookout for breaking character. It's it's personal. It's beautiful. It's painful. It's all of those things, but it's real. Mm -hmm. And, um, I spent my time. It took me two years to create it. Two years. Mm-hmm. really wow. So is it going to be on your website? It will be on my website. I have links to my website. It'll be everywhere where you can stream music. So Spotify, Apple Music. Or you can download it from iTunes. Um, Tidal. Okay. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Big you. things, girl. Big <laughs> things. Okay. Yeah. Google me. Okay. Google me. <laughs> Google me, ho. <laughs> Well, you know what? We don't know you very well, but I'm totally proud of you. Thank you. I love to see women doing exactly what they want to do. Thank yeah. you. I love seeing women provide a platform for other women to do what they do. Go And, you know, I will just add this to what you said about, you know, as long as you have life, you have ability. I don't know if you guys watch The Sound of Music, <laughs> but climb every mountain. Okay. <laughs> Ford every street. I'm and follow run. every motherfucking room. Oh Lord! Until, until you, you find your dream. Your dream. <laughs> so, how did y'all like the wine? Oh, I love the wine. You liked it? You didn't even finish it because I have to try. Oh. <laughs> okay. And we like uh, this is what we do. Okay. Air. We were like, what you mean? <laughs> what you? What, what you, you mean? What you mean? You're not gonna finish it. You don't know how to. You don't know how to drink it dry. <laughs> <laughs> she and Michaela know how. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so, do you have a score? Um, I'd give it a about an eighteen. Okay, okay. So yeah. that's it packed a little punch. Okay, it's a little punch. Mm-hmm. It's a little pungent. Well, you don't like Pinot Noir anyway. I don't. I really don't like Pinot Noir. I just I don't like it because it's so thin. It is. Mm-hmm. I was just it's, about to say it tastes, it tastes like a cran apple. It kind of does. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I st- so I don't. Not enough sugar. Yeah. Not enough sugar. <laughs> like, like, like when you're about the Kool-Aid, the black cherry Kool-Aid. Yeah. And just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, 
and I do like dry wines, but this one is to me it's it's a um whole lot dry on the finish. It's a whole lot dry. A whole lot. It's so a whole I'm lot. Like, all, my grandma just like I fucking. I know <laughs> this whole today. night you're like bucket. I know right, but yeah. So um. I give it a 16. Uh-oh. Okay. I know. I'm not really fond of it. I know Shwanda's like, fuck y'all. Because. <laughs> I hope we drank the right ones. Because <laughs> she, she loves her Pinot Noir. Um, I think I'm just going to go ahead and give it a 20. Because it was alcohol. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> I thought it's like five for alcohol. Yeah. So my real score is 15. Oh, okay. So I gave it a 20 because five for alcohol. I mean, I just don't love red. And then if, it, if it's going to be red, it has to be like not super dry I, I would like actually I had you a like really, more of a blend yeah you I like had a, a really great red blend at H-E-B the other day the lady was and oh my god all she was cooking in her little pot was like onions and Ooh. olive oil and I, I was like to I'm go about to, to go H-E-B with you just to eat right so I mean it was okay I mean it, it, honestly, but though I think it was better than Coastal Estates, I'll say that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was way better than that. The la- the one last, last week, week. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was way better. It was uh, I would say terrible. <laughs> so yeah, it's like. But did you bring the wine though? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, like, what is all this extra shit? Like, where is what, the actual where is wine? The wine at? <laughs> <laughs> right. It says wine, but I don't feel like there's right. any in here. <laughs> so let me find out you open this and put some other shit in here. Okay. <laughs> so face. Right. <laughs> okay, so you guys don't forget about our party next week. Yeah. Next week we're having a party. And I know you're having your party too, huh, Alvin Louise? So we're probably not going to be able to make it because we had already set up our party and I'm going to be devastated because well, you're my new best friend. We decided to do is just have a listening party next week because I don't feel like people can really... Uh, rock with you if they don't know the music or they're yeah. not at least familiar with it. So we're planning something for the end of January. Okay. So I'll have um, Day, who is my beautiful publicist, give you all that information. Okay. And um, yeah, the end of January, so we can maybe we'll have a full concert. I can sing some songs and we can yeah. right. And we can like we can be your MCs or something. Oh yeah. Hey, Fuck it. You want to host? Bitch, yes. Okay. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> what? Always. Motherfucking networking. <laughs> That's the type of shit we like to do. Okay. Uh, well, okay. Shit, I didn't know. Girl, shit. look with it in. Okay. Yeah. Look, of I'm course. Already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, we're having a Christmas party. Okay. Have, I'm sorry, an anti-Christmas party. Anti-Christmas party. Anti-Christmas. Yeah, December we were kind of like, what should we do? We want to do something a little bit different. And then Danielle was like, you know what? Because I'm evil, we should have a party like me. <laughs> and then I was like, girl, yes. So we're going to have like... Christmas on the shirt and in a line through. Probably. I actually, I actually bought a shirt like that. No lie, <laughs> I did off of Amazon. I did the other day um, because I was trying to find pajamas and I could not find. Because I was like, oh, "Fuck this! I'm not even wearing clothes." But I couldn't find the right pajamas that I wanted, so I bought a That's t-shirt. Be a I'm wearing a Santa hat. Fuck I mean, it. I was just gonna wear pajamas. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't no pajama. <laughs> it's like, fuck Christmas. I'm gonna wear what I want to no, wear. The foolery. (laughs) (laughs) But it's going to be at the duck off on Merworth. I don't know the exact uh, building number. Anyway, but it's at 6 p.m. when we start. We're going to do a live show. 
Maybe in June, we're going to have some game. Okay. okay, game, game night. Danielle loves game night, you guys. That was how we had our first event. We had a St. Patrick's Day game night. Oh, my God. And people got so crazy over bingo. Yes. So mm. I'm going to go buy some extra bingo chips this time. Please do. Because they were like, why, is, why are there no more bingo chips? Because we haven't hit bingo yet, and I need some more chips. And they were using, like, crackers, I think. Oh, my God. Something. Like, it was something stupid. Somebody didn't pay for their shit, though, because I ended up spending, like, $170 at that moment. I know. So, and I know I didn't drink that much. <laughs> so I was drunk, but but <laughs> but I wasn't that, that, that drunk. I didn't buy three pizzas. <laughs> I know I ate, but but <laughs> yeah. So I think I mean that's it for me. Thank you so much, Karen. Oh, you brought yeah. my Thank you for coming. Heavy. I had a great time. Sorry I about did. those technical difficulties, but it's still no gonna be cute. Don't worry about it. December. Okay. December 7th. That's next Friday. Next Friday, December 7th. What's the name of the album again? It's called Breaking Character. You can get it anywhere where music is streamed, anywhere music is sold. I'm not going to put it in stores, but it is And title, which is pretty important. Yes, yes, title. Because we're not on Everybody streams these days. Like, nobody buys. Nobody buys. But I am. Like, I'm going to be, when I have my events, I'll have, like, CDs just because it's something tangible that people can have. Could you make me a record? You want a vinyl? Fuck yeah. I'll make some vinyls. Okay, because I totally have a record player and I play records all the time. I have one I got from uh, Urban Outfitters. Hey, do you want to go with me to the record store? There's a really amazing one in Webster. Yeah, I want to go to a record I'm store. I'm totally planning to do that. Okay, when you're going to... Okay, I was just thinking, okay, that. yeah. Yeah, I want to go. <laughs> See, I have a new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know how to get to my heart, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I told you I was clever when I knew I was gonna get in. <laughs> I like new shit, right? I have a friend named Miller. She's she's on the album too. You know, let me let me just shout out. I got to shout out Jay Craft, my husband, mm-hmm. who produced my whole album. Um, since who wrote my album? I wrote some too. This album I wrote a lot, and Miller who wrote some of the songs. I was gonna bring her up because she always says I love new, and now that I understand why she likes new, new is fun. Yes, so, yeah. So I know, I, I, I know. I'm feeling you too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Bye. <laughs>